0: Hi and welcome to the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. Today's podcast is the audio version of this week's check-in that I did with the Confidence Club. If you don't know what the Confidence Club is, it is my online membership and an unbelievable community of women who are looking to improve their health, their fitness, their well-being. While actually enjoying their life. So, we do not believe that you need to give up the things that you love. We don't believe you need to give up your social life in order to achieve your goal. We're all about working towards your goals while living your best life. So, I hope you enjoy this check in. It's really useful. We've got some amazing wins to celebrate and we go through some struggles that I really think a lot of people will relate to. So, I hope you enjoy it. See you soon. Hi, girls. Happy Monday. I hope you're all good. So I am here for the check-in. I got loads and loads of check-ins again. I feel as though um everybody seems to be quite on it. And not in terms of like everybody's being perfect. You're not being like fully, fully um restrictive. You're not, you're not like being hundred percent with everything. You're just staying accountable, and that's exactly what I want. Um, the way that we do things, it isn't about being absolutely perfect with everything, and I'm I'm seeing that. Um, people are still checking in, even if the week hasn't gone to perfection. And I love that because when the week um you, you need to check check in when it's going well and you need to check in even more when it's not going so well and when you genuinely have like a struggle or something's happened or um you've had a little barrier and um, that you've had to overcome if you are just sitting there with your head buried in the sand nothing's going well you're not doing the work but you're also not reaching out and staying accountable to me how am I supposed to help you if you don't check in how can I help you how do I know that everything isn't going right how do I know exactly what it is that isn't going right. How do I know that I need to give you a little nudge and a little push? So you need to come and engage with this process if you are not already. Okay. So I know there are a few of you within this community who are um maybe just burying their heads a little bit at this time. And we need to make sure that we are staying accountable to ourselves, to the goals that we've set ourselves in order to make ourselves feel the best that we can. So and stay accountable to me so that I can help and support you in every way that I know I can. Okay. I'm going to start off with the wins. Um, As I said, I did get a lot of check-ins. I'm going to run through a few of the wins. um, And I wanted to start off with... Who did I want to start off with? Someone has um, got their masters. Where is it? (laughs) Ah, Lauren! Lauren! Lauren Kendall well done she graduated on Thursday she got her master's so well done and she also said that she started the week off well tracking her food while she was at her in-laws and she was going for lots of long walks and she's been going for a run and she did some workouts while she was there she said towards the end of the week it did tail off but we started it all good a couple of days off plans not gonna harm you so well done i'm glad you were celebrating and um, that amazing achievement of getting your masters so well done lauren mm-hmm. um eleanor is celebrating sticking to my calories um and doing three workouts she said she's already feeling better in herself Um, nicola stayed consistent meg said she got three workouts 7k steps Above, above 7K steps every day, lots of water. She did a meal out on Friday and she had a pre-ordered starter and a main. So she had the two of four. Um, and she also had the cocktail, but then she moved to Diet Cokes and gin. Well done. Um, So she said that the scales went down the next day, which is a, which is a big, a big achievement after a night out. So well done. Obviously the hard work that you've done for the whole week um, has paid off. Rhiannon said that her win was giving away a packet of pick and mix that someone had bought her because she says she feels like she has no control over around sweets when she got rid of them. I want to tell you a quick story about this. So I was also one of those people. I, I, when I was trying to lose weight, when I was younger, my mom used to do my weekly shop. Well, the food shop and <laughs> um, it wasn't my weekly shop. It was hers. Um, and she used to do the food shop and she always used to buy chocolate biscuits, you know, like just little mini things like penguins and echoes and all that. Um, and, and, Anyway, she used to buy them for me and my brother. But when they were there, I would literally just eat them all on the bounce and she'd come home and I'd get, like, 30 jaffa cakes or, like, a whole pack of penguins and stuff. And I just never couldn't really control myself with them. And I always said to myself, I have no self-control around sweets and around chocolate. And I basically didn't let it in the house and would tell her not to buy stuff. And then also, like, when I moved on my own... Um, I moved I moved in with a friend in Manchester, and again, I would never have chocolate in the flat, I would go the shop to buy chocolate if I wanted it, that was my way of kind of like controlling how much chocolate I ate, because I was, honestly, like there's been times where friends had come round to mine, we'd had loads of chocolate, loads of sweets, loads of crisps, and I literally made myself sick that I had so much, I had no control, I'd just gorge, Um. And one of the things that I did was just eating a little bit every day and desensitized myself to it. And now, like even last week, there was like cornflake bites, twirl bites, um like a dairy milk in, in the cupboard that lasted all the way to the weekend. I didn't eat them. I didn't I didn't eat them all in one go, but I definitely ate them all over the weekend. But I didn't eat them Monday to Friday, like Monday to Thursday, because I knew they were there. I knew that I could have them if I wanted them, but I didn't nail it all in one go. And that's something that I uh, used to do. So Rhiannon same goes for you. I know you're telling yourself you have no self-control, but that is because you are telling yourself you have no self-control. What you tell yourself is really important. What you tell yourself, you will believe. If you tell yourself you're someone with no self-control, no discipline, no motivation, no drive, these types of things, you will show up as that person and you will believe that belief and you will like show up as them. And you will be the person who has to nail the whole bag of sweets. So I think it's good that obviously you gave the pick and mix away. You didn't want it. Um, But try not to tell yourself you have no self-control because you do have self-control. And the next thing, next time you are tested like this, I would literally take the bag of sweets and tell yourself you can choose to have three or four or five and then put them away and you can choose to share them with other people or you can choose to make them last five days instead of eating them all in one day in one day so that's something that I try and tell myself like if I've got a share bar of chocolate a lot of the time Fran goes to the shop and buys me chocolate just buys me chocolate a lot because he knows that I love it and he wants to make me happy which is cute um and sometimes it's really hard to get these big massive share bars and I'm like, oh, I can't eat all of this on a Tuesday night. So just have a little bit and just try and test myself and put, you know, and put it away and go, I know I can have it if I want it, but I'm not going to because I've got the control. So tell yourself you have got the self-control. Keep reminding yourself. It'll take a little bit of work, but it will happen. Um, Lauren said she started off now that I've just talked about, Lauren. Um, Charlotte said her biggest achievement was sticking to her routine in terms of sleep. Um, she said she also got her walks in and she feels much better just embracing the winter weather. Someone did mention in their check-in, and I'm not going to talk about it when we get to the struggles because I know that steps were sort of spoke about for about five weeks. Um, someone said that they were struggling getting the steps in around work and in the dark and the rain, and it's been really hard and I haven't done it for a few days. So Charlotte has just been saying that she's been embracing the winter weather and I've also been embracing the winter weather. Get wrapped up, get a pair of boots on and go and get it done anyway. No one wants to be cold. No one wants to get wet. But your health is important. Your habits are important. And if you can do this habit, if you can go outside for half an hour every day in this weather, imagine... How you are setting yourself up for next year. Make it part of your day. I understand that you hate it right now, but anything new you start doing, you will hate. I used to hate going to the gym. Now I love it. I used to hate veg. I used to hate veg. I used to balk every time I ate it. Now I enjoy eating it. I'm obsessed. Like I like it. So we will enjoy things. It is all about your mindset towards things. Remember, if you tell yourself, oh, it's too cold, oh, it's too wet, oh, I'm going to hate this, or oh, I can't be bothered doing this, oh, I can't be asked you're not going to enjoy it. Tell yourself, can't wait to get out in the fresh air. Oh, this is going to wake me up. Oh, this is going to energize me. Even when I don't want to go and do something, I try and remind myself of the good reasons and the good things it's going to do for me. So like, if I don't want to go to the gym, I'll have this conversation with myself, like, but I know that after it, I'm going to feel better. I know that my mood's going to be elevated. I know that I'm going to have a nice productive evening. I know that I'm really going to enjoy that hot bath when I get in if I've done hard work. So just try and remind yourself that you don't your you don't have to give in to your your mind's first first thought. So your mind's first thought is always going to be to keep you safe. It's to keep you easy. Eat the eat the unhealthy convenient meal. It's to it's to not do the walk, not do the workout, not do the cleaning, not do the task that you've been putting up putting off for weeks. Your mind's always going to give you that idea first. You can choose to say no to it, and you can choose to um, go with the option that you know is going to benefit you in the long run. Going for the walk doing the workout, cooking the healthy meal. You always feel better for doing the thing that you don't want to do. Never met anyone who said to me, oh, I forced myself to go to the gym and I feel awful for it. They're always like, oh, I feel well better. My mood's better. You know, like, I feel like I've really, you know, done something difficult with me day. And it's me- made that I was dead product- meant that I was dead productive all day. You know, it's always helpful. So go for your walk. I'm not accepting any more excuses about weather, about dark nights. Plan it in go on your lunch, go in the mornings, make the time. You have got the time. You've got the time. There's going to be loads of little pockets of time that you can go for a walk. Everybody right now listening to this, go to your phone, scroll down so you can search your phone and search screen time, okay? Screen time. Go on it and have a little look at your daily average, okay? If that is any more than 90 minutes or two hours, You have got time to go. Also, think about how often do you watch the telly? Do you waste time watching the news? Do you watch Netflix? How many episodes of your favorite series do you watch every day or every evening? What do you do on your lunch break? Do you sit and watch an episode of your series or do you go for a walk? There are pockets of time that you could be using that you're not using. There's people busier than you who are doing it. And that means that you can do it. I'm not accepting excuses over darkness and cold. We can make the time, we can make it work. Um Kimberly said she managed the steps every day. Well in. I love that. That was a really good like example of it. Um because Kimberly is a busy nurse, she works shifts, she also has kids. So, um, she's getting it in. So, so, can, so can everyone else. Um, she said she also stayed mindful with her food. Well done. Steph said she got a 70 K steps in for the week and she who is also a mom. Um, and she's also bit the bullet, And she's going to maintenance cows, which has given her a lot more freedom. By the way, I want everyone to just forget about maintenance cows being a bad thing. Maintenance calories is an absolutely amazing thing. That is everybody's goal to get to maintenance calories. Going to maintenance calories does not mean you are going to get bigger. It doesn't mean that you are going to grow big, massive muscles. It doesn't mean that you're going to put on loads of fat. All it means is that you can eat more food and still feel good. Okay, you will um, still, change your body shape if you train hard and focus on the composition of your diet and eat at maintenance. Maintenance is not a scary thing. Forget about it being a scary thing. It's a really good, really positive thing. We do not need to be losing weight forever. It's only so much weight you can lose. I've done it before, it's not enjoyable. We can't live our life in a calories deficit. We should be wanting the goal for everybody. We should be to get to maintenance and feel good at maintenance. That's the goal. Your training improves. Your energy improves. Your steps improve. Your quality of life improves. Everything is better at maintenance. So don't live your life in a diet if you don't need to. Don't strive for this eight stone or seven and a half stone. Get rid of your goal weight from your mind. Forget about it. I want you to focus on how can you best fuel your body, how can you keep it healthy and functioning really, really well. Okay. Faye is celebrating three workouts, one yoga, and she did a seven K steps every day, which is amazing. She averaged over that um nick said she started focusing on protein again and she got 100 grams every day that was something that she was struggling with and so that was a huge improvement for her and she said that also she's done three workouts for the first time in a long time so well done nick very proud of you there Chloe is doing amazing following the gym program. So Chloe followed the home program for ages um, and she's now switched to the gym program. She said that she's finding that she's going up in her weights more often now doing the gym program. Definitely, if you're following the gym program, it's been designed for you to get stronger. In a, and you will get stronger quicker than when you're doing the home program because it's lower reps and more rest. So you will be more likely to increase the weight. So well done. Make sure technique is on point. If you need help with that, make sure you let me know. Chloe, I mean, Ellie said she got three workouts in, a steps and a calories. She really concentrated on protein. Eve said she did all three workouts this week. She's absolutely over the moon about it. She said that she planned a week in advance and it 100% helped her to do this. I love that. I love when I, when people just do it, do as I advise. Like I've literally been doing this for years. I've helped hundreds of women make this work for their life. I know the little tips and tricks that are going to help you out. And planning is, I used to think that I was just an, a, a, an inherently chaotic person um, and that organization wasn't my thing and that I was just like, everything was chaos. You know, I run my own business and everything's chaos. And really all it takes is li- like, five minutes 10 minutes maximum on a Sunday for me to think about what I'm eating when I'm training what my work week looks looks like and I sleep so much better when this is all done and then I get shit up I actually do my workouts I actually do the work I need to do and I actually eat well um uh, she also said she didn't feel like she was restrictive. She even enjoyed a night out. Well done, Eve. I love this. Um, and she said she just chose to have a main and an alcoholic drink. And then she planned her hangover in advance as well. Um, she didn't want to end up getting a takeaway. It's right. I love that um she literally ticked all of the all of the little tips that i've given about planning your week about making sure that you make your social life um happen and make it work for you make your week work for you she's done all of those things she chose two options out of four which was her main and a drink Um, she will have done some calorie borrowing as well because she knows to do that and she wasn't restricted and she planned a hangover fucking love that ellen um courtney Final one, said she completed three workouts, enjoyed the weekend away in London. She didn't gain any weight in London, even though it was a little bit indulgent with food and alcohol. not being funny, the amount of steps that you do when you're in London, that's me this weekend, I'm going. Uh, The amount of steps that you do, I don't know, all the food. And like I said last week, remember last week I said on the check-in, if you haven't listened to it, by the way, please go back and listen to it because it was a good one. Um, And I spoke about going over your calories and how hard it is to actually ruin your calorie deficit and how many calories you actually have to eat to, to ruin your calorie deficit. So even though we think we have like you know weekends which might be super bad if you're really, really active and you actually tallied up all of the food that you did eat probably wasn't that bad. Um so struggles. First one is about sabotage and I feel like I mentioned this well I did mention this last week. Um so this member had a really good week. Her whole week went well. She feel like she boxed everything off. She got her workouts done, um, and she was on point with the nutrition. And she said that she stepped on the scales, and the scales went up. And then that let let it led her into self sabotage mode. And she literally just ate everything that she could see that day. This is a huge mistake, and this is a cycle that we all need to get ourselves out of. Okay. If you step on the scales and your weight has gone up, that does not automatically mean that you have gained body fat, okay? Repeat after me. If I step on the scales and the scales have gone up, it does not mean that I've gained fat. Say it, tell yourself it over and over and over and over again. Please stop sabotaging if the scales don't go your way. The scales are fickle as fuck. They are fickle, okay? They do not show you fat loss as it is happening they show you your total weight okay which means if you eat higher in salt foods like say if you add a chinese even if it fitted in your calories or a pizza even if it fitted in your calories or some chips or something the day before it's more salt in your food higher carb meals do it as well your body takes longer to break it down or you might have some water retention You might have more food volume, you might have had a really big tea the night before, and you might not have had a poo in the morning. All of these things will affect the scales if you do on your period, if you're particularly stressed, if you've trained a lot and you're sore from your workouts. All of these things affect the scales and do not mean that you've gained fat if you did everything right why would you let the scales ruin your mood why would you let the scales ruin your whole week and then just head into self-sabotage it doesn't make sense okay the scales are one tool to measure with and they are fickle they do not show you all of the progress in real time okay scales are only a good measurement when you zoom out and look at it over time week on week they're not that great in my opinion, unless you're weighing yourself every single day and you work out your average, um, which I don't recommend for everybody. They're not the best way to see progress overall. I would say we need to zoom out and we look at it over time. If you scale, if the scales are up one week, instead of thinking I've must have done something wrong, fucking hell, I'm, you know I've gained fat and I've done everything right. No, you haven't. If you've done everything right, no, you haven't gained fat. It's not that you're broke. It's not that it doesn't work. It's just that something else is happening in your body, which has led the scales to increase. So you might be due on your period. You might be a bit more stressed. Your body might still be recovering from your workout. You might have had more salt in your diet. You might have had a higher carb diet. Loads of things, okay? So please stop this self-sabotage. Just because the scales went up does not mean that you lo- that you gained fat. Repeat it to yourself over and over again. And if you step on the scales and the scales have gone up, that's not a reason to go, fuck it. It doesn't matter. I'm just going to eat whatever I want because I feel sorry for myself. That's just mad. That's just silly. Stop it. It's not a reason to self-sabotage. If you, you, I bet you felt worse after the sabotage. I bet you felt worse at the end of the day going, why did I do that? Yeah, of course you did. Just don't get sucked into the scales being the only measure. They're not the only measure and they're not the best measure. When you step on the scales and you go up, just go, oh, well, something else must be going on. I know I've boxed everything off. I know I've ticked all those boxes that I need to. I'm going to weigh myself in the morning and see what it says. And then and just do it for a few days and see. You probably might find that it creeps up a little bit before it drops back down. That's common. If you looked, when I do online coaching, uh, with, so with my one-to-one clients who I work a bit more closely I see the graph of everything, and someone who I've worked with for a long time—it's like waves. Okay, so it's the start weight will be way up here, and the end weight will be right down there. But it's not a straight line; it's not linear. It comes in like waves. It does this, okay? And I always have to explain these waves to as they come to each of these clients. You need to be aware of this as well. You need to look at it and just say and 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 remind yourself if you've done the work. You haven't ruined anything, okay? The scales are fickle. The scales are fickle. Just because they go up doesn't mean you've gained fat, okay? I feel like we need to make a wrap of that so that we all remember it. Write it on your mirror or something. Write it on the scales. If they don't go the way that you want them to and you've done everything right, then just ignore what it says, okay? next thing um someone said in their struggles that they were doing something they think they might be doing something wrong in either their squats or deadlifts and sometimes it causes a twinge in their back okay what i need from you is a video to show me how you are squatting and how you are deadlifting with you saying you can feel them in your back, there's a couple of tweaks that I could already imagine that I need to give you, but it's a better, it's going to be much better and much more effective if you send me a video of you squatting and send me a video of you deadlifting, and I will give you specific pointers on how to fix it. If you are working online with me, if you are not training with me face to face, there will be things technique wise that you are doing wrong. If you are unsure on anything, send me a video. Okay. Don't just, go through something, not knowing how to do it. Don't just do it badly and hurt yourself. Send me a video. It can be fixed in two minutes. Send me a video, okay? So we had quite a few people who mentioned about protein. Um, So I thought that I would bring that up. So um, someone said they took their eye off the ball when it comes to protein, When at home with the baby all day, just looking for quick and easy foods to make and eat. And protein doesn't always get prioritized. We'll try harder. Okay, so for this one specifically, Go to m and Morrison's, Aldi, Asda, Tesco, anywhere and get them high-protein pro- high microwave meals. Easy. Or eat like me and have a wrap or a sandwich every single day. Quick, convenient, no excuses. I get it. People don't want to spend time cooking, but you don't have to cook to eat a high-protein meal. This morning, I had a turkey and cheese sandwich um, and it was something like 34 grams of protein so we don't need to be having recipes and big like cooked me- meals to get protein get a packet of cooked chicken put it on a wrap with some salad, eat it nice and high in protein okay and then those high protein meals ready meals are ideal couple of minutes in the microwave eat it on the go like uh, that's not an excuse you have got quick and easy options for high protein meals omelets are quick, um, Someone else said need to start planning protein again. She's eating her meal and she still feels hungry afterwards. So she thinks it might be a protein thing. If your protein is less than 100 grams and you're feeling hungry and you're struggling to stay with your calories because appetite is not being well managed, then definitely increase your protein target. Or not increase your target, but actually make sure in, in, you increase your protein intake to over 100 grams a day. Because yes, protein keeps you fuller. Um, it's really, really good for appetite. And so if you are not feeling satisfied from your foods, increase your protein. Also, another thing that you might want to increase is your fiber. So think about fiber from like greens, so brown breads, oats, um, things like that. And then they also think about fiber from fruit and veg too. So high volume foods, like um, all of your berries, all of your fruits, all of your broccoli, your greens, like just get as much veg in your as well. Because remember, your stomach in terms of fullness your stomach doesn't know calories. So you could give your um your body the same amount of calories in Mackey's, which would be a small food volume, and then nutritious food like fruit, veg, carbs, protein, and it could be a big massive dinner plate. You'd feel fuller of the same amount of calories if the volume is fuller because your stomach knows food volume that's when it starts feeling full when there's a large amount of volume in you like the right amount of volume in your stomach it doesn't know calories okay so that's why it's so easy to overeat on less healthy foods and um, because the volume of it's low and the calories are dense so we want you to make sure that you're getting loads of fruit and veg and loads of fiber loads of protein and that will help with feelings of fullness Someone else said probably protein has been a bigger struggle because she's finding it hard. She's finding it hard to want to have protein shakes and yogurts every day to make sure she hits your protein target. Okay. So I eat about 120 to 140 grams of protein every day and I don't have any protein shakes. I don't eat protein yogurt every day. um. So it's not, it's not an excuse. You shouldn't really be relying on them anyway. You should be getting most of your protein from real food sources. So, Remember the, the, the rule that I usually say about protein is at least 20 grams in your breakfast, at least 30 to 40 grams in your lunch and your dinner. Um, and then that will take you on your way to about, uh, what's that, 60, 80. That would be like 80 grams of protein. And then you only need another 20 grams to make it up to 100 grams. That is not overly hard to do when you pay attention to it. Okay. You don't need to rely on protein shakes. I don't like protein shakes personally. They don't agree with my stomach a lot of the time. I have to get like a specific protein shake for it to be nice for me. Um, I find them quite heavy. Don't enjoy drinking the clear way. A lot of people do. There's nothing wrong with them. It's just not my preferred way. I will try and get my protein in through real food. So from meat, from fish, from dairy. That's how I get, get it in mainly. So try and do the same thing. You shouldn't really just be relying on them. And also what I want to see to you yet as well is in this struggle you said I am finding it hard to want to have protein shakes and protein yoghurts. Okay, it's cold outside. I don't want to go for a I didn't want to go for a walk, but I went anyway. I don't want to go and do my workout, but I'm gonna go anyway. I don't want to eat me healthy tea, but I'm gonna anyway. Take like forget about it. it's hard to want. No, you know what you need to do. You are ticking boxes that you know you need to tick in order for your health and well being. The reason that people like just go easy on themselves, like, oh, I don't feel like doing that. That's why you're fucking stuck where we are. Okay. Not you personally, but these people who say, like, oh, I find it hard to go to the gym, I find it hard to go for a walk, I find it hard to eat healthy foods. It's all just so hard. It's meant to be hard. It is always going to be hard when you're changing your ways. It's always hard. It's not meant to be easy um so just because it's hard doesn't mean you shouldn't do it I actually said to Fran on the way here so basically we live at the top of a hill right at the top of the hill it's quite a big hill and um on the way back up every day it gets me out of breath and I get a little sweat on and I've just said to him that I, I was like he was going like this because we were, we were getting out of breath and I was like it's hard innit and he, and we were like yeah yeah it is hard and I was like it's good though because when it's hard it makes everything else in life easier Like it's good to do hard things. If you push yourself to do hard things all the time, you're constantly pushing yourself to be better and you're making every area of your life easier. If you struggle with a workout, if you go out and do the hard thing, like going out in the rain, the rest of your day is going to feel easy. I, I understand that stuff is hard, but it's up to you. It's also hard to not reach your goals. It's also hard to beat yourself up about things. It's also hard to just be or sit in discomfort and stay in a in a position that you're not happy with and not do anything about it. So it's all hard. You just got to choose which hard you want to take. And things like getting your protein in gets easier over time, going for your walk gets easier over time, doing that big fuck off hill I've got back to the house. It's got easier over the ta- over time, the more that I do it um i still don't want to do it all the time it's hard to push yourself to do things but you've got to do it anyway stop giving in to that little that voice in your head that's telling you oh don't feel like it oh no she can't be bothered just get it done just get it done stop accepting excuses for yourselves i want anyone to accept excuses um so another um struggle was i struggled getting back on track into the routine after coming back off holiday but i hadn't planned my week so she understands why so before holiday she was a uh, planning a week like every single week like i advised and then since she come back she didn't plan therefore found it hard to get shit done i have literally created a video and a weekly planner for you to all complete every single week okay do this, I created it for you. I thought it'd be a dead good tool to help you in the run up to Christmas because it's going to ask you about your social activities and everything that's going on. That's a little bit different with your routine. And then you can make a plan for how you're going to navigate that. Um, do this every week. Plan the week. Spend five to ten minutes filling that form. You'll get an email. It'll be um sent to you once you've filled the form in, and then you can see your plan there and then. And then all you have to do is follow it. <clears throat> I haven't brought a drink up with me and I'm and I'm a uh, I'm dying for one. Anyway so make sure you are planning your week you've got the tool there to use it it's in the group chat it's on the confident christmas page so use it okay right down to questions i've got three questions both of all three of them are amazing questions first one in pregnancy should i keep my weight lower or try to lift heavier i've been sticking to lower because i've had some time off but am i safe to increase okay so in pregnancy um Yes. So if you've had time off, it's definitely a good idea to start at a comfortable position, but don't be afraid to increase the weight. You can increase the weight. You can improve your strength when you are pregnant, but it's important to listen to your body. If you are feeling like when you finished your set, like really really overly overwhelmingly exhausted you've pushed yourself too hard it's not the time to be hitting pbs so i know this person's in a second trimester so a lot of the time energy is high and you can push yourself quite a lot but what you might find is as you get into the third trimester your weight start regressing a little bit so i wouldn't say it's the time to be hitting pbs like all-time lifetime pbs but you definitely are okay to push yourself what i would do is try and work to like 70 80 percent of your capacity okay so when you're pregnant and you are lifting try and leave like three reps in the tank try and not to like go to absolute failure okay Um, and at the end make sure you do have a decent rest if you feel like you didn't really need that rest maybe add a little bit more weight to it like gauge it just take it take it easy nice and slow the main thing is that you're moving and you are focusing on trying to stay strong you can increase the weight if you feel like it's comfortable don't just stay in your comfort zone you're safe to increase but it's not the time to be like working to your absolute max, like not a hundred percent effort, stick to like 70, 80%. That also goes for like cardio stuff. So like if you are running, if you were doing ski, like ski, anything on the skier or the rower, I always say to my clients, like if we're doing like a ladder or an emam or anything like that, try and push yourself to like 70%, 80% rather than going to that max effort. Like I'm not, we're not looking for you to kill yourself off with these workouts. We're just looking for you to try and keep moving. And um, so I hope that answers that question. If you do need more on it, make sure you let me know um second question is this is an interesting one i know i've spoke about this before so she's got a few different meals out with work friends and groups and stuff she's had to order in advance which she likes she's got no booze and a starter and a main ordered she said she'd normally go for three courses but she wanted to save the calories for a different social occasion that's happening this week Um she said that she ordered ahead and one of the organizers has come back and said, Everyone else is having three courses. It's Christmas. Go on, have a drink, um, and all other stuff. So she's basically making this person feel bad for making choices that she wants to make. Um, how do you deal with stuff like this? It's making me not want to go to this particular meal. Okay, so the first thing is that we all need to realize that other people around you, especially this time of year, are going to try and distract you and Um, Encourage her to eat more, drink more, and it's up to you whether or not you 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 know you give into that or you say yes to that. That is totally up to you. But if you are someone who's got goals and you're not really trying to sabotage yourself during December, there are going to be times that you need to say no. And one of the things that we need to remember is that other people aren't trying to convince you to eat more or drink more because they think you're boring and because they think that you're doing something wrong. It's because when you are making healthier choices for you, for your well-being, it without them realising it threatens them a little bit, it makes them feel a little bit uncomfortable, it makes them feel like they should also be making the good choice, but they feel bad for not, it it like damages their ego in a little way, okay, so it's like when someone's leveling up, when someone's like going to do something good, like going for promotion or trying to eat healthy, other people will turn, the da- turn them down and be negative about it, because they feel threatened by that like level up, because it makes them feel like they should be leveling up and they haven't gotten in them to level up right now. So they're just going to put you down instead. Most of the people don't even realize what they're doing and why they're doing it. They have no idea. It's completely subconscious. So this person who is encouraging someone else to have a drink, eat more food than what she's planning to, um, isn't doing it because as a personal attack at this member and they don't know that they're doing it because it's making them feel uncomfortable that this person is choosing better choices, okay? So all I would do in this situation is no thank you, I know that everyone else is having three courses but I just choose to have two and if they say why just say I just don't really like any of the options or just say I'm just not having a drink today because I want to drive or I just like to drink once a week so I'm saving it myself for Friday you know what I mean you don't have to say I'm trying to lose weight or I'm trying to look after me after my health you can say something else it doesn't have to get into a conversation about dieting or about nutrition or anything you can just use something else I just don't feel like it I just don't like that I just don't I just don't want to drink today. These are all fine things to say. We need to get comfortable with saying no. You shouldn't feel guilty for saying no to something. It's not bad for you to say no. I think a lot of the time, especially in our like culture and especially as women, we feel bad about saying no to things. And we feel like we have to expl- explain ourselves. You don't have to explain yourself to absolutely anybody other than yourself, okay? As long as you know why you're doing it. That's the only thing that matters. Fuck everyone else. Fuck them. Okay, um, I realise I've swore a lot today. I can't help it, you know. Just has that impact, <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I would, I would literally that how I would deal with this is just say thanks for the offer, but I don't want three courses. Like I just don't like the options given. Or does anyone want my third course? Or um, I'm okay. I don't want to have a drink today. I'm having a drink another day. Just saying, just just be polite about it. What we need to realise is they're not questioning you and criti- criticizing you because of what you're doing it's because and it's not because of you it's because of them they feel threatened their subconscious their ego feels a little bit threatened by the good choices that you're making and a lot of time people do use christmas and winter to just have a free-for-all and they're the ones who are going to be feeling shit in january whereas you're not you're going to be like i still feel good and you're going to feel smug as fuck about it um final question i like this one um She's said, like, oh my God, really need a drink. I keep choking on my own breath. Um, <clears throat> It's, is working out when hungover still beneficial? My friend's piece—he told her it's not, but I find it helps the hangover. Okay. When alcohol's in your system, your ability to do your workout as well will be diminished. So you won't be able to perform as well in the gym. Also, when alcohol is in your system, it will affect um, muscle growth, okay? So, this person's PT is technically right in in those, st- in, in those like, whatever I'm trying to say, um, from those views. So, you will struggle to build muscle if there's alcohol in your system, because it does have a negative effect on muscle building, and you will not perform as well. Like, you will feel weaker and lowering energy a lot of the time because alcohol affects your sleep so alcohol does impact you negatively it's not good for you you know what i mean um but is waking out still beneficial i would say yes for different reasons one it means that you're actually active on a hangover instead of just being a potato in your bed okay and just not moving so if you haven't had time throughout the week to get your workout done and you've only got two workouts out of three and it's sunday you need to get it in at least you're getting it in okay if when i'm working with my coaching clients i try and say to them try not to train hungover try not to save your workout till you're hungover because if you do you won't perform as well you won't lift as heavy and you won't get the same benefits in terms of like on on your muscles Um, So it's not as beneficial, but I wouldn't say it's not beneficial at all because you are still moving your body. It is still going to be helpful for you in terms of like staying active and living a healthy life, but it's not like the most, um, it's not the most effective time to do a strength training workout, okay? Um, If you want to get moving when you're hungover, then do it. If having a sweat and getting a workout in, is good for you when you're hungover and it's something you like to do i would just do your cardio on these days so use your um hangover day to go for a run go climb a mountain or do your hit or something like that or even your yoga if you want to have a more mellow time i would save your strength training sessions to a day that you are fresh and don't have alcohol in your system just because of that thing that like it would just will not be as effective it's not that it's not beneficial at all it's just not as beneficial so your friend's pt is partially right but i wouldn't say to someone don't train when you're hungover because it's like not beneficial if you want to train when you're hungover that's up to you you can do that to me i think it's good that you're still moving we're all normal, like we live in act. We, we we live real lives. Sometimes we don't have the time to get it in on any other day. So don't let it be a reason to like absolutely not do it. Um if it's the only day you can get it in, get it in anyway, and just try and plan it a little bit better so that you're not hungover every week for like one of your main essential workouts. Um, I hope that makes sense. That was a lovely check in. I loved that very well varied. Um, and I hope it was helpful. I feel like we covered a lot in there. Um, so yeah. Well done, everyone. Keep them coming. If you're not checking in, now it's your sign to check in with me each week. And if you're not a member of the Confidence Club or of a member of Lift and Glow in any way, then come and join us because it's a ball um, and you will actually get, um, like, personalised support um, when you start working with us. So contact me on Instagram if you want to know more. It's at PT underscore. Um, but, yeah, I'll see you all soon. Bye.